Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as the Panthers are on the road to take on the New Jersey Devils tonight at 7.30, 7 o'clock. Panthers preview across the radio network. We'll tell you about the schedule ahead for the Panthers coming up here in just a moment. Panthers again getting set to take on New Jersey this evening. Looking to bounce back from Thursday's 4-2 loss at home to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we'll tell you about the road ahead for the Panthers as we get going here in a few moments. Next segment, we'll have a cut from from the most recent Territory Talk podcast. I was joined by Panthers forward Zach Dalpy this week for the Territory Talk podcast, so we'll hear from him coming up next segment. And uh, then coming up later on in the show, John Lane from NHL.com is going to stop by and chat with us. We'll talk about the teams the Panthers have on the schedule coming up. We'll talk about the rest of the Eastern Conference. We'll talk some overall NHL storylines, so lots to get to with John Lane coming up later on in the program as we've got an eventful show for you. Coming up here in this opening segment, again, we'll get to the schedule ahead in a moment. We'll have some highlights from Tuesday's 4-0 home win over the Columbus Blue Jackets, and most recently the Panthers fell at home to Pittsburgh by a 4-2 score Thursday night. We'll have some post-game reaction from Ryan Lomberg, Carter Verhage, and Panthers head coach Paul Maurice. So all that coming up here in just a couple of moments. But as far as the schedule ahead for the Panthers, they will be in New Jersey tonight. It's a 7.30 face-off, 7 o'clock Panthers preview across the radio network. You can join us uh, if you're listening in Miami-Dade and Broward counties, 96.5 WPOW FM HD2. We'll have you covered on 1230 The Gambler in the Palm Beaches. Also, we will have you covered on 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys, the NHL app and Sirius XM channel 932. You can always listen on your Sirius XM app, channel 932. That's got every Panthers game and it's always our broadcast. So we invite you to tune in for that. Uh, again, uh, the Panthers and the Devils tonight at 7.30. The Panthers will wrap up this short two-game road trip, 7 o'clock Monday night on the road against the Boston Bruins. And then coming up on Wednesday, the Panthers back home against New Jersey at 7 o'clock. FloridaPanthers.com Ticketmaster.com 954-835-PUCK That's where to go to get your tickets. And then the Panthers back on the road for one game. They will visit the New York Islanders on Friday at 7.30 p.m. So again, that's how the schedule looks for the upcoming week ahead for the Panthers beginning with tonight's game in New Jersey. And folks, a reminder also this week, join us at Pantherland for a holiday shopping event coming up on Thursday. That's the 22nd from 5 to 8 p.m. Get all your last minute holiday shopping and Panthers needs. Pantherland is located at FLA Live Arena. For more information, go to flateamshop.com And a reminder, folks, you can get the ultimate flexibility this season. Build a plan that fits your schedule. Simply select 
select a minimum of 10 tickets, use them in any combination of games and seats. For more information or to purchase tickets, go to floridapanthers.com slash flex or call 954-835-PUCK. So the Panthers and the New Jersey Devils tonight, but we'll take a look back at the week that was first. The Panthers back on Tuesday night, a 4 nothing win over the Columbus Blue Jackets at FLA Live Arena. Here's how that one sounded right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Huck played up that far side. Kachuk down to the corner. Handled by Reinhardt. Back up top. Forsling across. Montour top of the ear. Circle of drive. He scores through traffic. Brandon Montour let it fly. And the Panthers strike first with 10.56 to go here in the first period. Over on the far side of the ice. Reinhardt works in offensively. In front of Shun. They score. And it's Matthew Kachuk from right out in front. Rips it past Merzlikens, and the Panthers take a 2-0 lead. Kachuk for the first time all season had gone a couple of games without a point, but he's back on the score sheet here. Reinhardt looks to sneak away from some pressure. Kachuk out to the far point. Forsling a blast. It's off Gabrikov. Rebound. They score. It's Markov from the side of the net. 3-0 the Panthers. Out in front late in the second period. It's the captain picking up the rebound. Up the left side, a turnover, Reinhardt lets it go from the neutral zone, he scores! And the Panthers take a 4-0 lead. It was a Columbus turnover in the neutral zone, and Reinhardt let it go from a long distance. And the Panthers take a four-goal lead with 1.46 to play here in the third. As the Bucks turn over in front, a blast from Eric Stahl, stopped by Merzlikens, but that's it for this one. The final horn sounds. It's a 4-0 home victory for the Panthers over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Sergei Bobrovsky, a 22-save shutout against his old team. The Panthers get a lot of big offensive performances tonight. A 4-0 home victory for the Panthers here this evening. And Sergei Bobrovsky, outstanding when he had to be, stopped all 22. So all the highlights there from the Panthers' 4-0 win on Tuesday over Columbus. That was back on Tuesday night. Those are the highlights as they aired right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. On Thursday night, the Panthers were playing host to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Panthers fell just short 4-2 the final in that game. Pittsburgh won its seventh straight contest, and well, the Panthers, uh, in the third period, they got back to within a goal, but Pittsburgh would get that empty netter late to uh, take the 4-2 lead. That's how the game would end. And here's Panthers forward Ryan Lomberg post-game on that uh, game against Pittsburgh. His thoughts on the loss. Yeah, you know, they're obviously a, you know, a really good team. They got some um, some great leadership there, so we knew they were going to push. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, we, we got to start uh, getting the two points. Yeah, yeah, he, he was good. Um, you know, like every goal in the league, they, they can make saves when they see pucks. So, we, um, you know, it's too late now, but we got to do a better job of getting to the net. Yeah, yeah, you know, for a lot of the game, the effort was there. We, we played, you know, the right way for for majority of the game, but again, you know, um, without without the win, um, you know, we obviously still got work to do. So Ryan Lomberg there. Here's another one of the Panthers forwards, their leading goal scorer Carter Verhage, talking about the special teams battle in that game against Pittsburgh back on Thursday night. They definitely won that battle. I mean, they got one shorthanded on the power play, and that was the difference. I mean, five on five, I think we controlled a lot of the play, but I mean. Uh, uh, wins and loses game in NHL. Yeah, I mean, he's a good goalie and he played well, but I think I th we still need to do a better job getting uh, generating a little more and I mean, uh, getting pucks to net and getting uh, some 
higher quality looks, I think. Overall, though, with the Panthers' game, especially at five on five, a lot to like from that one. And well, uh, ran into a Pittsburgh team that's just been red hot lately. Here's Panthers head coach Paul Maurice again talking about the special teams matchup in that game last time out. But he also had some good things to say about the Panthers' five on five play. Yeah, they got they got a good TK. We have had a different tunnel power play unit pretty much every game for the last four, and start putting that together at five o'clock because the guys are coming to our lineup so late. Uh, pucks to the net. You know, both of them are, are, are not off a stick when they go in, uh, but they put the puck to the net an awful lot. Uh, I, you know, five on five, I think they played their butts off, uh, short a guy up front, and it was a sprint game, so there, there, was, there was no way to play that but full out, and I thought we did five on five. We're a pretty good team tonight. That game that we played tonight, we can win with. We, we can win. We, I mean, we'll hopefully get a guy or two back at some point on this trip, and um, you play that hard five on five, we can win with that game. So Panthers head coach Paul Maurice right there, and he liked what the team did at five on five, says they could win with that game, and they can. There's no doubt about that. They ran into a really good Pittsburgh team that's been cruising lately. That was the seventh straight win for the Penguins. But if the Panthers play like they did on Thursday night, they're going to win much more often than not. And uh, we'll see if they can bring that same game tonight to the uh, matchup against the New Jersey Devils. Again, 7.30 faceoff Panthers in New Jersey tonight. We're on the air with Panthers preview beginning at 7 o'clock. 96.5 WPOWFM HD2, your place to tune in in Miami-Dade and Broward Counties. 12.30, the Gambler in the Palm Beaches. 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. The NHL app makes it so easy to tune in. So be sure to check us out on the NHL app. And if you have the SiriusXM app, channel 932 on your SiriusXM app or streaming platforms always has the Panthers game, and it always has our broadcast. The Panthers are in Boston Monday at 7 p.m., and then the Panthers will be back home for a game on Wednesday at 7 against the New Jersey Devils. Friday, the Panthers back on the road against the Islanders at 7.30. The Panthers have home games uh, this month uh, also. So I shouldn't say games this month. A home game this month on the 29th against Montreal at 7 o'clock. They also have a home game on New Year's Day, Sunday, January 1st. Panthers and the Rangers. You don't want to miss that. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. And Panthers fans, Student Rush is back for this season. Students, come party with your Panthers once again. Enjoy student-exclusive pricing for select games. Go to FloridaPanthers.com slash Student Rush for game dates and more information in those reverse retro jerseys. Exclusive reverse retro merchandise is now available at FLA Team Shop and in Pantherland. Go to FLATeamShop.com slash retro to purchase exclusive limited edition reverse retro jersey shirts and much more today. As we cruise along here on the Panthers Insider Show later on in the program, John Lane from NHL.com will stop by. We'll talk all things NHL Eastern Conference. We'll preview tonight's game between the Panthers and the Devils. And coming up next segment, a cut from the most recent Territory Talk podcast as I was joined by Panthers forward Zach Dalpy. That's coming up on the other side of the break. I'm Doug Plagans. This is the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. 
Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you as we get set for the Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. That's coming your way tonight. The Panthers and the Devils will get going at 7.30. 7 o'clock, we'll get you started with Panthers Preview on the Panthers Radio Network. And you can catch the game tonight on 96.5 WPOW FM HD2 if you're tuned in Miami-Dade and Broward Counties. 12.30, the Gambler in the Palm Beaches. 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. So many places. You can catch Panthers hockey. The NHL app makes it so easy to listen as well. Sirius XM channel 932. If you're a Sirius XM subscriber, you can always catch every Panthers game. And it's always our broadcast on Sirius XM channel 932 on your Sirius XM app and streaming platform. So again, so many places to catch Panthers hockey. We've got an exciting conversation coming your way here in just a moment. We'll get to that with Panthers forward Zach Dalpy coming up here shortly. Panthers fans, come to the dark side. Catch your cats at their annual Star Wars night as they take on the Nashville Predators. That's March 2nd at 7. Purchase your ticket package today. It includes a limited edition Star Wars night t-shirt plus a meet and greet with Star Wars characters. Scan the QR code or go to floridapanthers.com today. Well, had a chance to catch up with Zach Dalpy earlier this week and of course this conversation dropped yesterday if you follow the Territory Talk podcast. If you subscribe to the official podcast of the Panthers presented as always by Baptist Health. You can find it at floridapanthers.com slash territory talk or wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts, you can always find Territory Talk there. Jamison Olive and I always have new, fresh episodes coming your way. Well, this week, Zach Dalpe joined me on Territory Talk. Great conversation. Let's get right into it. All right, well, uh, Zach, first, uh, just talk about coming here to the Panthers, what the group's been like, and and what it's meant to uh, get back into the Panthers group and into the NHL here. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it a million times. I feel like it's pretty repetitive, but to be, you know, 33 and, like, a guy that still is looked upon as a call-up, I, I, I think that, you know, um, I'm very fortunate. Obviously, hard work has got me to this point, and uh, I just love doing it I love being at the rink I, I really don't know when I want to stop playing because I get the taste like this and someone's gonna have to take my skates away from me for sure so the group's been great to answer your question it's I mean as an older guy it's like you kind of know the lay of the land so you you uh keep quiet until somebody wants to chat and then you and then you open up so um it's been great and just going off that a couple things first that that leadership role that you've had in the American Hockey League what does it what does it mean to you to almost be an extension of the coaching staff uh, in a sense and to be such a resource for so many of the young guys who are just uh, you know getting their taste of pro hockey and and you come here and uh, like you said you you know your way around so you're kind of a calming presence here as well what's it what's it mean to have that role within the organization uh, I love it I mean I I'm I like to help people in general and the fact that I get to do it like in the hockey room or in the in the dressing room uh, and around the around the rink has been a cool reward for me I mean my mom's not around anymore uh, I feel like I have to carry on how she was as a people person um, she owned a little ta- a little store in a small town and helped a lot of people out and I feel like I could uh, live on in that uh, regard so um, it's been great you're a buffer but like you said you're a buffer between the coach and the players but you still have to be a hockey player too so um, it's a lot of uh a juggling act, but something that I've really enjoyed. And in mentioning uh, being extension of the coaching staff, in mm-hmm. a sense, uh, you're pretty familiar with the head coach here. Paul mm-hmm. Maurice was was in Carolina when you first broke in. Uh, what's it like coming here and you know seeing him here as the head coach? And as a result, does that kind of help you know the expectations 
as soon as you walk in the door with uh, a coach that you're familiar with. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I was at a different point in my life. I was like a 20-year-old rookie that, you know, pretty green at the time. Uh, and Mo was a lot more intimidating. Not that he's an intimidating guy, but to me he was. Uh, and then you kind of grow up and and get around the league and then you come back and like you're in a different spot in your life he might be in a different spot in his life and, and it just seems like it works um you know he lets me play he obviously gives me crit- uh, constructive criticism when needed but he's just been letting me play and, and you know trusting my skating and, and and everything that I bring so it's been fun and he's mentioned too just how your games evolved over time and I think any good any good hockey player regardless of what position you're playing where you are in your career I think you kind of always have to be evolving your game because the sport is right. is kind of always evolving if uh, if you had to look at your game how are you able to take different bits and pieces from each stop you've made along the way and, and just add them to the mix yeah I mean I think that old saying like adapt or die it's you know I, to have a long career you do have to adapt and um 13 years in now I've like you said I picked up you know maybe a bigger body than I was when I started which you know to my strengths uh down low and, and skating and speed and, and things like that um like I said I was like a skinny rookie that got pushed around a lot so along the way I've kind of more so learned the defensive side of the puck and that's what's kind of kept me coming back into the league so to be trust upon from the coach um but obviously I'm still learning too. And that's like the best part about hockey is like the game can kind of change just like that. And into the summer, you got to adapt even more, work on skating, work on a different style of stick handling or something. And it's just been fun. And the Panthers recently have obviously had uh, a need for a number of guys to come in from Charlotte and, and provide a boost and, and fill some spots where some guys have been out of the lineup for, for different reasons. And everybody's come in here and made a pretty seamless transition, made impacts in different ways. What is it about the, the system that Jordy's got going down there in Charlotte that makes it easy for guys to come in here and, and just blend in? Yeah, I mean, not to take credit away from the players, but I, I owe a lot to our success f- to Jordy um, and obviously the coaching staff and, and everybody down there. But Jordy's he's a, he's a pro. Like, he's a coach that has us practicing hard every day, um, has us doing good habits, um, has us playing on the right side of the puck. And I think coming up, you're just more comfortable because, you know, the bright lights of the NHL could kind of get to you. But the fact that we've practiced so hard down there and we play such a hard game, it just translates into the speed of the NHL. And uh, I owe a lot to Jordy uh, personally. And I think it says a lot to his uh, extension of the staff. We've all come up and had some success. And I understand uh, your, your kids were at the game mm-hmm. a couple of days back. Uh, what was that like to, to have them here? And, mm-hmm. and uh, how do they take in the experience? Yeah, they definitely, uh, well, it's funny because it might just seem like a meaningless game to a lot of people, but that was the first time all three of them have watched me play in the NHL. Um, You know, over the years with COVID and stuff, it just hasn't worked. I've had two COVID babies, so um, it was special. I said to my wife, like, that's going to be a night that I won't ever forget, even though it was just like a a random Tuesday night or whatever the case was against Detroit. But um, yeah, to have them here and, and, uh, you know, I was holding back tears. And and it's funny now they they spent a lot of money at the team store, (laughs) took advantage of the discount. And now uh, they both got their, uh, well, two of them have their Florida Panthers backpacks and they're showing off to their friends at school and stuff. So it's such a cool payoff for me. And so, and, and even that much more special, like you said, they're, they're old enough to know what's, mm-hmm. what's going on and what's at stake and, and what the whole thing means. That, that's got to really add to it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. They're diehard Checkers fans, and then now they're in, I'm up here, and now they're like diehard Panther fans. And, and uh, you know, a couple guys were, were nice enough.
enough like Chucky Ecky Montour to sign some sticks for them and uh, to me like that that goes such a long way and it says a lot about the group we have here and you know those are memories that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives um you know they tried to get in the dressing room the one game but it was a loss so I had to tell them no and they were all mad but I liked I like stuff like that it's funny because it's it shows that they care and they want to be around more so it was fun and just to turn back the clock I like to since we're, we're here on territory mm-hmm. talk on our podcast and we like to like to peel back the onion a little yeah, bit yeah. To, and tell people a little bit about uh, your journeys where you came from uh just looking back uh, I'm, I'm looking at looking at your hockey db page you, you played in Penticton that was yeah. uh, in the BC Junior League going way back and a lot of people may not realize that the Penticton V's and the BC Junior League have a ridiculous history of 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 winning yeah I mean they're just a lot of success and a lot of accomplished uh, alumni you had a brother who went through the program uh, after you did there but how'd you wind up going uh, all the way across Canada to play for them yeah I was playing junior B in Stratford Ontario which is another like um, very rich history of winning uh, in Ontario I think a lot of people if anyone from Canada listens to your podcast from Ontario they'd understand a lot of NHLers have came through there and I got a full ride to Ohio State, but they weren't comfortable with me just playing junior B uh, the year before school. So they floated the idea of flying out to Penticton. Now, I'd never been away from home. Uh, five-hour flight scared me. But once you kind of touch down in the Okanagan, you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to leave. So um, Fred Harbertson, who's still the coach uh, and general manager there and president, he was it was his first year there. We won the whole league. Um, yeah, I think it did like so much for my career as far as like being away from home and growing up and I still talk to my billets uh, regularly and uh, you know the fact that I got to go there and win and be on such a rich history team before Ohio State was uh, something cool for sure. And I gotta ask you too off the ice uh, there's some videos if folks are interested you playing guitar you're pretty good gotta say Uh, when did you pick that up is that something you started doing as a kid or is it a hobby you just kind of got into later you and the guitar when did it all happen? Um, I mean, I grew up in like a very like music oriented household, meaning there was always a radio on Um, dad threw tragically hip on all the time counting crows, you know, so it was like I got into that music early and then, you know, the guitar my mom played and she was a very good singer. So I obviously wanted to do what she did. So I've been playing like live for like 10 years. I've done a bunch of weddings and, and bars and stuff and team events. So it's been something that I've really enjoyed. I got to play in Nashville at Tootsie's, which is cool. I'll cross that off my bucket list. So it's definitely like a good, well, with kids now, you don't really get to play as much. But when you get when you get out of the rink, you just go home and it can be pretty monotonous, right? Like it could be pretty boring and uh, you pick up the guitar and, and strum along. It's It's been fun and it's something that, you know, once I'm done playing, I'm going to get into it more and get into the live gigs. And I think it'll be cool. You heard it right here. Uh, Book Zach Dolpe for your event. <laughs> yeah, uh, schedule is a little jammed right yeah. now, but uh, but reach out. He'll uh, he'll uh, he'll play your event. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. And there are some some videos out there of uh, what, what what's your favorite kind of music? Uh, what's your favorite thing that that still gets you going? Did, does it differ if it's a game day versus a non game day when you're relaxing versus when you're, you know, maybe looking for something upbeat? Uh, what are you what do you tend to go for? Um, um, yeah, I mean, to, to kind of sum it up, I'm not a huge rap guy, not a huge EDM. Um, I love 90s grunge. Uh, I You're love, speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. love Alice in Chains, uh, Nirvana, uh, Temple of the Dog. Uh, and then you get into like the Tragically Hip, Counting Crows, uh, Goo Goo Dolls. And then uh, my, my diehard favorite band of all time is City in Color. It's a band out of uh, Ontario, Dallas Green's the guys. So that's more my speed. Um, now the stuff before the games that they throw on, I'll, I'll head Bob too, but uh, it's definitely not my style. 
Zach Dalpy here with us on uh, on Territory Talk, and I feel like we could go on talking yeah. about uh, about the the music for. Do you have a? You, you mentioned a lot of the grunge, I yeah. guess. We, bef- without going too far into it, you mentioned Alice in Chains. You, you yeah. mentioned Nirvana. Do you have a Do you have a go to song from each of those two bands specifically? Each of those two bands specifically, uh, Nirvana. I love Lithium. That's a good one. Um, that's a great channel on XM too. Mm-hmm. If anybody's wondering. Uh, Alice in Chains, my brother got me into them. Rooster, like just I don't just anything really. Like yep. their Essentials playlist on on Apple Music is is what I throw on. My, if my brother hears this, he's gonna love it. My older brother, he loves that stuff. So uh, honestly, anything. Uh, what's that guy's name? Lane Stanley. Anything. Lane Stanley, Lane, yep, anything. Yep, yep. Lane Stanley uh, is good enough for me. Um, River of Deceit was a, by Mad Season was another band that he was in that I love. Uh, so yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there. If I'm Alice Chains, I gotta go Wood. Wood yeah, would be yeah, Wood would good. be my favorite. Uh, if we're talking Nirvana. Um, I know that the hits are also good, yeah, and yeah. you never want to be too cliche and mention right. the hits, but the, but the hits so are good. the hits yeah. are also good. It's like every every song they made was a hit too. I feel like it just sucks that he's uh, not around anymore because it could have been unbelievable music following through. So yeah, I don't know anything that. Both those bands left yeah. uh, such uh, <laughs> such great legacies, yeah. but uh, but Zach, we thank you very much for for stopping by. Uh, I guess uh, I guess the last thing we'll leave you with here, if uh, if Zach Dalpy now had to tell Zach Dalpy, who was just breaking into pro hockey, uh, you know, over over a decade ago, uh, something uh, something to keep in the back of your mind, what what would it be? Probably don't put as much pressure on yourself and more live in the moment. Um, as a young guy, you're you're just like I need to I need to stay here. I need to do whatever I can, and and, and maybe you let like the finer things pass by, um, and then fast forward all these years, it's like, you know, you're seeing your kids on the glass. You're seeing your dad text you after games. Like those are more of the finer things that maybe I didn't enjoy as a young guy. I didn't enjoy the travel because it was like stressful. Um, you know, I kind of like laugh at myself how I used to be as to how I was. Like my wife was on the glass the other night and she had like a serious look on her face and I'm the one playing. And I said to her through the glass, like, smile, this is the NHL. And I wish I said that to myself when I was 20, like, smile, this is the NHL. And uh, I might have been a little bit better off, but I don't regret anything. Huge thanks there to Panthers forward Zach Delpy, who joined me on the Territory Talk podcast this week. And again, you can find the whole episode in every episode of the Territory Talk podcast at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast, you can find Territory Talk. And folks, just a reminder to come celebrate the holiday season with your Panthers. The Panthers' January stocking stuffer pass has come to town. Get access to all six January Panthers home games for just $149. Available while supplies last. Go to floridapanthers.com slash offers. The Panthers and the New Jersey Devils, that's tonight at uh, 7.30 p.m. in New Jersey. 7 o'clock, we'll get you going with Panthers preview across the radio network. And joining us next segment to talk about that and more from NHL.com, John Lane is going to stop by. So we'll have that coming up for you at next segment. Just a quick reminder, the Panthers road trip continues. 7 o'clock on Monday night. The Panthers will be on the road against the Boston Bruins. Then back home 7 o'clock on Wednesday. Wednesday against the New Jersey Devils. They'll see New Jersey again. That's 7 o'clock Wednesday at FLA Live Arena. FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, 954-835-PUCK to get your tickets. Once again, big thanks to Zach Dalpy for joining us on the Territory Talk podcast this week. Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation. Coming up next, John Lane from NHL.com is going to stop by. I'm Doug Plagans. This is the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome back here on the Panthers Insider Show. Doug Plagans here with you. It's the Florida Panthers 
Panthers and the New Jersey Devils coming your way tonight across the radio network. 7.30, the puck drops, the Panthers and the Devils in New Jersey this evening. And then the Panthers will wrap up the two-game road trip when they visit the Boston Bruins coming up on Monday at 7 p.m. The Panthers will go back home then to take on New Jersey on Wednesday at 7 o'clock at FLA Library and FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, by the way, to get your tickets. And then Panthers will be uh, back on the road for one game. They'll visit the New York Islanders coming up on Friday night at 7.30. So uh, we'll have that for you across the radio network as well. So lots of Panthers action coming up this week. If you're tuned in across the radio network tonight, if you're tuned in in Miami-Dade and Broward counties for that 7.30 game from New Jersey, 96.5 WPOW FM HD2, your place to tune in. We'll have you covered on 12.30, the Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Florida Keys. Uh, of course, the NHL app always makes it so easy to listen, so lots of different ways you can catch Panthers hockey. And folks, you can score our holiday hat trick packages and catch all the savings, get three Panthers games for just $99, choose from our Victor Hat Trick Package or our Stanley Hat Trick Package, available while supplies last. Go to floridapanthers.com slash offers. Well, kind enough to join us here this morning on the Panthers Insider Show from NHL.com, John Lane. You can find him on Twitter at John Lane NHL. John, thanks very much for stopping by. Thanks for taking some time out for us here on the Panthers Insider Show. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Good stuff, Doug. It's uh, been a few years. It's great to catch up with you. Yeah, great to talk to you again. Uh, I know we're gonna we're gonna bump into each other here in uh, in the Northeast as the Panthers have a couple of road trips coming up here. But uh, but John, first looking at this game tonight, the Panthers and the New Jersey Devils. These two teams haven't played yet this season. Uh, for what the Panthers uh, might be going up against uh, in this New Jersey team tonight. Just give us a sense on how things have gone for them. We haven't seen the Devils yet this season. I know they had that crazy run early on, but uh, have come back to earth a little bit, maybe encountered their first little bump in the road here recently. Uh, just uh, what kind of a, a squad are the Panthers looking at tonight when they visit the New Jersey Devils? Well, you said it best. It's something that uh, we talk about off the air on how it's been an eventful season storyline-wise. And the uh, success of the Devils, that crazy start you mentioned, it's near the top of the list. And to me, the biggest reason behind that success is that they played with speed, speed, and more speed. I would think fans of Rocky too would remember Mickey saying, greasy, fast speed. And that was the impression I got watching this Devil team being able to Roll out four lines, and the rapid maturation of the young core was apparent pretty quickly. Uh, the bump in the road was inevitable. To me, coincidence or not, I think it uh, coincides with the absence of Nathan Bastion. Uh, he was uh, he was part of the uh, what was called in New Jersey the BMW line with uh, Miles Wood and Michael McLeod, and they were a fourth line that that fit the description to a T. Not only were they fast, they were physical, and at times set the tone for the rest of the team on the ice. Uh, Fashion, he'll miss his ninth game uh, tonight. Uh, Lindy Ruff said there's really no telling. It's going to be a while until he returns to the lineup. And uh, in his absence, uh, devil scoring is down. Goals against are up. So um, I think it's – I think he's one of those intangible players. And, you know – with his absence, it affects the uh, rest of the lineup. And you're seeing that right now with the Devils. It's their first taste of adversity. A uh, tough loss to the Philadelphia Flyers uh, Thursday night. Uh, Lindy Ruff during practice yesterday, he uh, 
He actually used Damon Stevenson as an extra defenseman. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to not play tonight, but it was kind of telling when Kevin Ball took his regular spot next to Brendan Smith. Uh, it was Stevenson's turnover that led to Travis Connecty's breakaway and a 2-1 win for the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, Ruff made his feelings very apparent after the game. So you might see a new defensive pairing. You may not. Um, we'll have to see. But it's another thing that we talked about before we went on the air. A team that going that's going through adversity could also be very dangerous. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Panthers are able to handle the uh, Devils tonight. It's the uh, Panthers and the Devils tonight at 7.30. John Lane from NHL.com, kind enough to stop by the Panthers Insider Show to talk about that and more. But, uh, John, when you talk about the New Jersey Devils, you can't can't talk about them without talking about Jack Hughes and what he's turned into. Uh, It sounds like when you you hear people talk about Jack Hughes across the league, he's he's turning into must-see TV, if you will. Uh, Has the the Devils, uh, I guess, overall progression kind of gone hand-in-hand with uh, Jack Hughes' progression as a player. I think that's a great way of putting it. It's an old cliche, but uh, yeah, you're right. It's must-see TV. Uh, This is a kid you knew he was going to take some time, especially uh, being a center and still growing into his frame. But you knew that once he matured physically, he was going to be a force on the ice. Not only does he play tough, he plays really fast, and his hands are just spectacular. The goal he scored last night, he was uh, weaving in and out of traffic, went backhand, forehand, and beat Carter Hart. Monday night, the Devils were at Madison Square Garden, and for a good segment at that game, Jack Hughes took over Madison Square Garden. He made this ridiculous set of moves on Igor Shesterkin that gave New Jersey a 3-1 lead in the second period, and he was very close to putting that game out of reach when he had a penalty shot. To Igor Shesterkin's credit, he made the save, and that was the turning point of that game. But the bottom line is that without a doubt, Hughes has been the Devils best player. And if he keeps this up, he's going to be another one of the long line of Hart Trophy contenders this season. John Lane, NHL.com, kind enough to stop by the Panthers Insider Show and uh, chat about the Panthers and Devils coming up tonight and more. And uh, and John, while we have you here, uh, looking at the Panthers' Monday night opponent, the Boston Bruins. Uh, the Panthers will be in Boston for the second time this season. They're going to see the Bruins for the third time in the season coming up on Monday. But coming into the year, a lot of folks didn't know what to expect out of Boston. They had all those injuries coming out of camp. Well, a lot of those guys got back into the lineup, I think, sooner than people thought. And there are the Bruins right there, uh, the model of consistency up atop the division. What's impressed you most about that group this season? What's impressed me most is uh, playing together. Uh, They clicked immediately under new coach Jim Montgomery, who is a redemption story, and it's great to see him having success in Boston. And it's another one of those storylines that we talked about, the success of the Boston Bruins from the very beginning, knowing they were missing Brad Marchand and Charlie McAvoy. But what's the mentality? Next man up, Hampus Lindholm. uh, For a bit, he played like a Norris Trophy contender. David Pasenak continues to show that he's an elite player in the National Hockey League. Jake DeBrus no longer wants to be traded. He's very happy, and he's showing it with his performance on the ice. David Krejci has not missed a beat since returning from the Czech Republic, and Patrice Bergeron is Patrice Bergeron. So a lot of like in Bo- a lot to like in Boston, especially with their goaltending tandem of Lena Solmark and Jeremy Swayman. So they're a team that's very dangerous, and 
they'll hit the inevitable rough patch, but I don't see it fading away either. So it's going to be another challenge for the Florida Panthers during their trip up here. And you, you talk about the that matchup that's coming up Monday for the Panthers, but looking at this Eastern Conference as a whole, uh, are you impressed with, I guess, the, the way you look at last year? We knew at Thanksgiving, we knew at, uh, you know, the turn of the new year who the eight playoff teams were going to be this year. It looks like we could have some legitimate races uh, going down the stretch because of this conference just appears to be so loaded Uh, from your vantage point. How entertaining has it been uh, looking at the Eastern conference on a night to night basis this season? Very, very. You have so many teams that are either playing to expectations or beyond expectations. Look at the Pittsburgh Penguins. I thought there were going to be a team in transition this year. Lo and behold, they've won seven in a row. Uh, You have to love what the Toronto Maple Leafs are doing. The true test with them every year is what can they do in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but you have to get there first, and they're earning their keep. You have the Washington Capitals, who after a slow start, despite the loss last night, they had won, I think, their four previous games, and we're going to be talking about Alex Ovechkin in a bit. History maker, uh, you have to like it. Uh, The Tampa Bay Lightning, they're – they were Stanley Cup champions in two consecutive seasons and came within two games of a three-peat. But to me, not enough people are talking about it. But you know what? They're 19-9-1, third place in the Atlantic Division. So they're not going away. They're still a serious contender. You have the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, who are just getting outstanding goaltending from their rookie, uh, 17-6-6, and and closing in on the first-place New Jersey Devils. So it's going to come down to uh, the last couple of weeks, maybe the last couple of days. And another team you can't forget who the Panthers are going to be seeing on the New York Islanders, a team I thought was going to be going through a transition season. But Lane Lambert has not playing very well at 17-12-1. And, and like on the Barry Trotz playing better than the sum of their parts. John Lane, NHL.com, here with us talking all things uh, Eastern Conference uh, in the National Hockey League covers a little bit of everything for NHL.com. You can find them uh, on Twitter at John Lane NHL. And you mentioned Alex Ovechkin there, John, and he's been throughout his entire tenure in the league. He's been one of the most interesting characters in the National Hockey League. His game has always spoken for itself uh, over the course of the game's history. There just haven't been many guys that have played the game like him, where you have that uh, that goal scoring ability plus that physical ability that he plays with, and the fact that he's been doing it for so long and doesn't seem to be slowing down at all, uh, hitting 800 goals—that uh, is, that's something we can't uh, we can't really understate. That this is something that's only happened three times in the history of the game. Uh, just looking at at the the pace that he's on. What uh, what comes to mind, I guess, when you look at what Alex Ovechkin's accomplished and what he continues to potentially be able to accomplish? Uh, sheer greatness, consistency, team first, uh, tremendous attitude, and you know, I could I could spend the next couple of hours uh, sharing superlatives about the uh, great eight and his great in his quest to be the great eight hundred. Uh, just think about it; he's one goal from Gordie Howe. And the only other player who's going to stand in his way is Wayne Gretzky. The players he passed last season were Yarmir Yager, Brett Hull, and Marcel Dion. That is just hockey royalty. That is the greats of the game. And to me, it's a blessing as a fan and as a reporter to watch a general, a generational hockey player doing what Ovi is doing at his age 
playing at a high level. And years and years from now, I could look back and say, you know what, I, I was able to eyewitness some of the greatest players of all time in this generation. There's Sidney Crosby, there's Alex Ovechkin, and I think he's already there, quite frankly, and Connor McDavid, just all these players who you could put in that same category. But when you consider the names Ovechkin is pa- has passed and he's in company with, it's just, uh, it's, it's historic. It really is. And I'm, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what he does next. Yeah, it's a great way to look at it. And, uh, and John, any any other stories, speaking of, uh, of Alex Ovechkin there, any other stories that across the National Hockey League this year that maybe have uh, captured your attention? Doesn't just have to be in the Eastern Conference. Uh, we we were talking off air. This has just been a, a really we're, – we're not even to Christmas yet. And this has just been a, a really interesting season so far across the league. Yeah, off the top of my head, in the Pacific Division, you have the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I use that term, transition season. It's been anything but for first-year coach Brooks Cassidy and what's going on in Vegas, uh, them being a 22-9-1 team. Uh, They've hit a bump in the road, but Seattle Kraken, uh, watching them win seven in a row in in season two, it's going to be nice to see if they're able to hang on. It's going to be very tough because the uh, Edmonton Oilers are nipping at their heels in that division. And anytime you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, uh, you're going to win your share of hockey games. The question is for them, do they have enough secondary scoring? Is their goal te- is Stuart Skinner going to be able to stabilize their goaltending? Uh, you have the Avalanche, who I think are going to be a force once they get healthy. Uh, the fact that they're in playoff position as of today despite all their injuries. That's a testament to them as defending Stanley Cup champions. And here in my backyard, you have the New York Rangers. There were a lot of concerns about them for a while, but they've seemed to have found their mojo winning five in a row. And it started with a uh, with the game on a Friday night. They're down two goals to the St. Louis Blues on home ice in the third period. And they've that they were coming off a few really, really tough losses where they were able to, where they couldn't hold on to a lead in the third period. So what do they do? They put Alexei Lafreniere and Capo Capo, Capo Caco on the top line with Mika Sabanaje at the start of third. They score four goals. They won that game and they haven't looked back. What's happened since the kid line is reunited and as a team, they've played with that swagger and that verve that we saw during their run in, to the Eastern Conference Final last season. And what else you're seeing is just uh, resilience. Uh, games that they may have lost early in the season, they've been able to do some damage control and find a way to pull out to pull out a victory. They did it against the Devils Monday night when during the first period it looked like the Devils were going to skate them out of their own building and. Last night, they not only defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the hottest teams in the league, but they stopped the Mitchell Monitor's point streak. Mm-hmm. So to me, they're a team that's uh, rediscovered their mojo right now, and it's going to make an already tight race in the Eastern Conference that much tighter. So for your Florida Panthers, uh, season's far from over, but they have a lot of work to do. And hopefully they'll get healthy to do it. It's uh, it's going to be a, a heck of a race down the stretch in the Eastern Conference, no doubt about that. And uh, last thing here, John, we're uh, we're up against it, but uh, kind of circling back, you mentioned the Panthers there. Panthers going into New Jersey tonight for the Florida Panthers against this Devils team. And the Panthers haven't seen the Devils yet this season, but for the Panthers going into New Jersey tonight, what's going to be the biggest key if uh, the Panthers want to have success against New Jersey tonight in your mind? Well, 
I don't know his status, but hopefully uh, Matthew Kachuk, I know he was uh, out with an illness, so hopefully you'll uh, have have him back healthy. Uh, they're a team that's still trying to find themselves. I think they're a good team. I think they're going to stay in the race. Uh, I like what Sergei Bobrovsky has done, how he's rediscovered his game since uh, Spencer Knight has been out for a while. Uh, you know what? Just um, limit the devil's speed. Give him a lot to uh, think about. Send a message early. Uh Keep it tight, keep it ugly, keep it low scoring, and just uh, find a way to scrape out a win by any by any means necessary. And like a lot of teams in the NHL, they get healthy, they find their groove, uh, they gel even if it's a little late. They figure out what Paul Maurice is trying to preach them, and like the Rangers, they're, they're going to be yet another team. It's what and what's going to be a very competitive race in the Eastern Conference down the stretch. He's John Lane from NHL.com. John, thanks very much for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you at the rink tonight. Yeah, this is great. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again. Thank you very much. He's John Lane from NHL.com. You can find him on Twitter, at John Lane NHL. We thank him very much for his time, and that brings us to the end of the show. Big thanks to John for stopping by. Big thanks to Panthers forward Zach Talpy for taking some time out for us. Uh, last segment as well as he joined us on the Territory Talk podcast earlier this week. Hope everybody enjoyed that conversation. But uh, again, everybody, Panthers and the Devils tonight, 7.30 face-off, 7 o'clock. We're on the air with Panthers Preview. We look forward to having you on board for that one. Once again, folks, thanks for being with us this morning. I'm Doug Plagans. This has been the Panthers Insider Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.